Well, hello and welcome to Toon Switch Mission. My name is Beth Lissick. My name is Dren McDonald. Toon Switch Mission. Welcome to Toon Switch Mission. Uh, my name is Dren McDonald. And I'm Beth Lissick. I'm here in Brooklyn. And Dren, you're, where are you right now? I'm in Alameda, California in the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, Dren, why don't we tell people about this idea we have, Toon Switch Mission? Okay, the idea of Toon Switch Mission. Why do we start this? So the idea was to raise money for charities that we like and to find a fun way to do that. And uh, doing it somehow with music involved seemed like a good idea. When you asked me about this idea, it seemed so perfect because I'm always trying to figure out ways to donate money to all these, you know, different, I always give, I was saying, I always give my $25 to different charities that I like. And it's just a cool idea to be able to create something that's a cool thing, music that we both love, and then something that people can actually get for their donation while they're donating, well, the money is going to these charities. Right. And I, I struggled with the idea of doing another release album that is a charity album because I've done that before. What have you done? Which ones have you done before? So I've done that with uh, the string arcade, uh, string uh, quartet uh, video game music. And that went to um, to benefit uh, Bay Area Music Project, which we're going to be talking about more today. Um, but the idea now of releasing a CD, like a, a full length CD, if you're not sort of an established artist, I think it's a it's a it's a hard sell to say, hey, here's twelve or fifteen songs that you should go out and buy and support this thing. Yeah. Well, you know, also we both have uh, teenage children, and they're not yeah. buying CDs. They're not. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> they get the songs, and I mean that's cool. It was a hard concept for me to grasp onto at first, but it's just the idea of of people just buying single songs. But that's how it is and i and and now i'm excited for people to be able to just make a song with somebody that they might not have previously worked with or thought yeah. to work with right and that's that was part of the idea too because you have an album of like the string quartet album well every song you know is going to be a string quartet uh version of a video game song but i think the idea of this is it helps perpetuate and keep uh, awareness about of these other projects um, by virtue of creating interest with every one of these songs that we do. So the idea being, since we haven't explained it yet, <laughs> is taking uh, people who might not have worked together before and, and and kind of putting them together and seeing what they can contribute to a song. So I'll have a lot of maybe song starters or some ideas. You're going to have some lyrics and we're, we're going to take lyrics from other people and, and uh, get a lot of creative people involved and just kind of find a way to post that, that material and see who's interested in getting started and contributing to various songs. And we finish a song every other month and then we talk about it and we talk about the charities that we're we yeah, and then are we gonna we're gonna interview the people that yeah. worked on these songs? And I, I mean, I think that's cool too because then you'll get kind of a glimpse into the creative process of how somebody you know somebody gets sort of an assignment, and then this song comes out of it. And so we'll kind of get to hear the the backstory of how how they worked on it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that is kind of the idea of Tune Switch Mission. It's a lot of people volunteering to make music and. Uh, raise money for charities, and hopefully it will be interesting. 
It's it's already interesting to me because I, I mean, I'm excited about who we're going to get involved. And I mean, because it really is, it's all going to be, you're going to be mixing all these songs, right? To get started for sure. And then I'm anticipating that a lot of my friends who do this sort of thing as well will want to get involved. And yeah. uh, and I'm happy to to let other people start doing it. But I figure I've kind of got to create this thing first, and I'm happy to start doing that and yeah. uh, and bring other people in at, at some point. So who are we? I guess we should maybe describe who we are. This is Beth Lissick. Hey, I'm Beth Lissick, and I'm born and raised in the Bay Area, but I live in Brooklyn, New York right now. I've been here for seven years, and I'm a writer, a performer, uh, sometime actor, and I host uh, and curate a storytelling series that's been going on in San Francisco for almost 18 years. I think this year I remember it will be. when it started. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think just general, like I love organizing events. I love, you know, I do my own writing, but I love putting other people up in shows and kind of putting people together to do things. I mean, so this was this was like the perfect uh, activity for me because it's I. I feel like knowing so many musicians and writers and artists, I mean, there's a ton of us who are out there doing all our different day jobs and gigs and, and stuff like that. So um, all this, the podcasting, the music, the part about lyrics and the part about doing something good for these charities, all kind of right up my alley. I guess apparently I have a large alley because I'm interested <laughs> in all of these things. <gasps> that was not yeah. meant to be an innuendo. Um, <laughs> it's a boulevard. I have a large boulevard of things I'm interested in. Well, I think that's a that's a good point because um, I, I have a, a wide interest of a lot of different... I know. You've done so many things since I've known you. So, Dred McDonald, tell us about yourself. Okay, so yeah, I guess I have done a few things. I mean, it's all been kind of based around music and my love of music and involvement in music. When I came to the Bay Area, I kind of had this record label going. I had a band going. That's how I met you in Oakland at the Stork Club. Okay, so you had this great record label. Yeah, yeah, we had this label called Vaccination Records Company, and it was... more than anything, almost a community sort of label. It wasn't like I had money. I wasn't throwing any kind of money at people. It was like, uh, I kind of got this distribution and you guys seem to be kind of alike and we all are friends and let's just kind of put some music out there under the same label. Uh, and then so coming out of that, then I kind of got involved in in, in doing um, music merchandise with a lot of different Bay Area um, artists like The Residents and Anticon and um, uh, people like Peaches. It was We had a lot of a really strange, diverse group of artists that we work with. And basically I did all that so I could just keep playing in a band and not have a real job. And uh, so continued doing that and then got into writing music for games, uh, for video games. And uh, I've been doing that for about 10 years. And, um, and yeah, it's kind of brought me to this point where I'm really involved in interactive audio and uh, working with a lot of uh, different mediums. I think uh, maybe I can explain what we're going to be doing, though. I, I'm thinking this will be set up in seasons. So we'll have a season of six or seven episodes. And all the songs that we released during that time all the money that's collected will go to uh, a group of charities that we kind of decide at the beginning. And that way we can keep talking about them. 
Yeah, and what I think is so cool too is that once we start working with people, we're working with musicians, we're working with lyricists, we're working with all these people putting this together, then you, your awareness of just other charities and other places that we can send our money, I mean, it's just going to yeah. keep growing. And that's the thing about uh, doing Porchlight for all these years is like every time a storyteller comes in and tells a story, they bring with them their, you know, family or their friends or and the, the kind of community of people who can tell stories and want to get up there and do it c- keeps growing. And so that's that just seems perfect for this project, too. Like, I think that we don't even know right now the scope of how many people we're going to be able, how much we're going to learn and how many different people are going to want to get involved and all that. So right now we're going to talk to Lori Murray, who has created this nonprofit called BAMP, which stands for, tell me. Bay Area Music Project. (laughs) So we're going to talk to Lori Murray, who has created this incredible nonprofit called the Bay Area Music Project. And Dren, are you going to ask Lori some questions? I'm going to ask her some questions because she was... Her, her and her program were deeply involved in the creation of this song that we're going to play. Our first song for our our, our, our first podcast, it's um, Panama Tobe, and it's a uh, traditional uh, Haitian song. And uh, why don't you tell me who was involved in the recording of this song? Well, the singers on this project were uh, our kids from both... Um, Port-au-Prince, Haiti, in a program called Music Heals International, which is an after-school music education program there, and uh, collaboration with our kids. So this was uh, our advanced choir, and it was grades three through five. But yeah, it was a collaborated effort from from both kids. Our kids actually um, did what they could to make sure that they sang their part in Creole as well. They did not want to have it translated to English. They really wanted to sing it in Creole. I think that was really impressive on their part to make that decision. Yeah. And then to go ahead and learn it. That they made that collective decision. We tried to put as much creative power in in their hands as we we could, given the all the logistics and technical aspects of right. about this kind of project. But so that's something that they they decided. Could you tell me how you decided to choose this song? How, how this song was chosen? This one came from the MHI team. So they music heals international. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, decided. Uh, on this one because it was something that the kids had already been singing in their regular program. It was part of their regular repertoire because I think it's a national kind of treasure song. Right. Yeah, there were a lot of questions going into this for me because I was arranging the music. So I did everything from creating music charts to actually creating videos. They have a collaboration or a partnership, um, Music Heals International, with Little Kids Rock. Right. So definitely there's a training there and the, the teaching artist team had that experience. And it's interesting because, I mean, that experience, like being able, like the experience of being able to work with the kids that you work with there and then and then go actually go to yeah. Haiti and do that. It's like, I mean, that's your inspiration in a way, Dren, for doing this, right? It's like, okay, what if we take people from different yes. places and, and put them together? And it's like, we're not always unfortunately going to be able to travel to those places but but i mean it's a huge inspiration for what your idea for this yeah this is exactly exactly this this is really uh what kind of sparked the idea 
uh, in that I put a real simple arrangement together. And uh, when they were in Haiti, they put these amazing vocals and all the other people played on. We have drums and 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 guitars and keyboards and oh, I think one of the two one of the teachers started playing a glass percussion instrument yep. or something. And, yeah. Um, so it was like this big jam. Everyone was like in the studio having fun and adding stuff to it. And then I got everything back and kind of edited what they had done, edited what uh, the uh, the BAMP kids had recorded. Um, Everyone had done solos and various lines from the BAMP kids, and I had to go through and pick some of those out. And uh, the final product, I think, shows what can come out of this sort of process when you have a lot of people working on, on a project and not necessarily hearing each other and what they're doing, but just kind of contributing. So part of uh, this whole podcast is that every season we're going to be uh, supporting various charities. Yes. And yours, Are we one of them? You're one of them <laughs> in this first season. Yay. <clears throat> Bay Area Music Project is on Thank the list. You. And so I know you have a lot of big plans for expansion this year. It's uh, it, it sounds remarkable. Maybe just talk about what you have going on at the moment and then how you're expanding this year because uh, I don't think you've expanded this much in a little while. What we're doing now. So we're up to, we we are a full service five day a week after school music education program. There are currently, well, there were in this for the 2018-19 program year, um, approximately 150, a little bit more, 152 kids that participated in the program five days a week. Five days a week. And this is all Alameda? Is it in? Yeah, currently it's all okay. in Alameda. We um, Yeah, just for worldwide listeners who don't know yeah. where, you know. We are just based. outside of Oakland. Uh, Oakland, California. Thank you. Yeah. These are, these are kids that otherwise wouldn't be getting access to music education. So we are providing kind of that next level. And I'm going to be really proud of this moment is that our kids did get to play with Yo-Yo Ma in September. That's pretty amazing. At the Dreamforce so cool. yeah. um, convention. And then a few days later, as part of the Exco America and Yo-Yo Ma's um, Culture Connects Us initiative, this year in celebrated our fifth year as yeah, as an organization yeah. and as an active program had to be just um, the most uh, inspiring transformational year uh, that we've ever had. We are really excited going forward that we are um, about to start a program at a middle school in Alameda. So the kids have somewhere to go yeah. when they graduate. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's been it's heartbreaking to watch your fifth graders promote. We send off about 17, 18 fifth graders that, you know, it's kind of a gamble about where they go yeah. afterwards. Last year we were really lucky that three of them got into another more progressive accelerated program called YMCO, the Young Musicians Choral Orchestra in Oakland. Um, that is a very high achieving program. It's so cool though, because it's like if kids just want to do it like as something to do after school because they're kind of interested in music and they're figuring out if maybe that's something they want to pursue. But then there's also now this other level five years later that it's like, whoa, like this is actually now yeah. becoming about if if kids want it and they want to keep going with it, like, ex, you know, just yeah. expanding their music knowledge and their abilities, you know, with best people in the world. I mean, that's yeah. pretty incredible. Is it possible to say that you are looking to expand to another city this year? It's very possible to say that. Um, We certainly (laughs) are having some very good 
conversations with um, a wonderful skilled community in Oakland. Oh, we can say Oakland. Uh, I'm going to say Oakland. Okay, all right. I'm even going to go that step and say right. and say Oakland. Um, yeah, we're laying down some some good um, foundations and conversations about supporting an after school program in Oakland uh, in an underserved school community. So I'm I'm very excited about that possibility. I've been wanting to do something uh, and give back to Oakland that pretty much, you know, Beth, you know, just gave me my start in music. Yeah, well when we were talking about like when we were talking about starting this and just kind of who we were and what we did, like I me mean, like that DIY spirit is such a part of all of our histories and our experience in the arts, you know? It's just like yeah, you make true. it, you do it, you put it together, you figure it yeah. out. And it's just listening to your story about this, it's the scale is so incredible, but it's like, yeah, I know you as, the, you know, it's like I first met you as the person booking the Stork Club. <laughs> and it's like, right. you know, you were booking crazy bands into this small rock club in downtown Oakland. And, and you know, Dren, you had your label and it's like, it's, 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 we all come from that same thing. And it's, yeah. it's right. fun to be old. Like this, this, this is actually a great thing about being older, you know, it's, it's yeah. like, all right, a <laughs> yeah. little bit more stability to like actually you know do something with all these skills that just seemed so random and and Very were random. they ever going to amount to anything right? and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I mean people laugh well the first thing that people ask me when I'm go to conferences and um especially like music education related conferences or El Sistema ones or um what's your instrument and I'm like dude it's the phone I, <laughs> I just pick up the phone because I don't play but it I have probably had every other job in in the music industry. Yeah. I have what would look on paper as the most random and ridiculous skill set. But who knew back Yeah. you know when we were 25, 26 years old. I I just couldn't imagine that all of those things that seems so, you know, it's like being a philosophy major. Like, what were you really going to do with this? Yeah, but all of it right. led to this. Right. I can't do what I do here and put the show together day after day, which is basically, you know, after school. If it wasn't for, first of all, um, the opportunities that were given to me in Oakland. Yeah. So I got to give back to that city. So now let's take a let's take a moment to listen to part of this song. This is Panama Tobe, or you want to try and pronounce it, Lori? Panama Tombe. Here it is, and let's check it out.
first heard it, that was my, you know, go-to morning making coffee, getting up music. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. All right, there's the song, Panama Mutombe. The name of the group that you can find this under now is Fingerprints World Orchestra. And you can find this available on Bandcamp. That is where you can purchase this and the, the larger amount of the proceeds go to the artist. So... The Barrier Music Project and Music Heals International will both receive a larger chunk of the of the pie when you uh, when you buy through Bandcamp. Uh, you can also get it on iTunes, Amazon, Google, um, Spotify. Listen to it <laughs> but there, it but buy Bandcamp. it some some from Bandcamp, and um, and that's where you can purchase Fingerprints World Orchestra. There are two songs available, um, both the White Stripes song and Panama. And uh, do you have anything else you want to say, Lori, before we bid you adieu? I'm a big believer in, in, in making things accessible for, for people. Yes. Yeah, I think that's, that's so much of it is that we know so many people who do volunteer or do help in this way, but it's a way for us just personally to facilitate this among yeah. a lot of people we know and grow this circle yeah. out to people we don't know yet. And so that's that's why it's super fun too, is just thinking of making those connections and just being a facilitator to make bigger things happen. Anyway, thank you both. It's yes. been yeah. an absolute thank you, honor Lori. to be, be one of the first. All right. So, hey, I think that right. concludes our first podcast episode yeah good luck with editing that dren (laughs) yes thank you beth a few notes on the fingerprints world orchestra recording first there is a short documentary about the creation of these songs by filmmaker don hardy you can see it at vimeo.com slash on demand slash fingerprints film And the proceeds from the sales and rentals of that film also go towards Bay Area Music Project and Music Heals International. Or find these links within the podcast information or on tuneswitchmission.org. The Fingerprints World Orchestra songs were arranged by me, Dren McDonald, but mixed by Dan Rudin. Thanks, Dan. And mastered by Dave Collins. Thanks, Dave. I just felt I needed to mention them here. This has been the first episode of Toon Switch Mission. For more information about us or to contact us, please go to toonswitchmission.org. We'd love to hear your feedback, your ideas, and if you are interested in becoming a musical contributor or know someone who would, please contact us through the website. We look forward to bringing you more music collaborations and stories in the next episode of Toon Switch Mission. <laughs>